and welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. And uh, we're back for take two with Matt Jardine, our regular UFC analyst. Hello, all. I'm assuming we pressed record this time. We did. <laughs> or Sue did. We're going with take two. It's a top it? team. Yeah. Don't worry about American top team. It's oh. conversations on Karate top team. Top That's team. Longer. We just done the. Like, but we press record. Yeah, we've pressed record. We've just done the, the literally the best 10 minute interview ever done in the history of all time. Sadly, mm. yeah. Sadly, there's no proof of that. You have to trust us. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Tenacious D song. <laughs> well, can you I sing think... it? You know it. I mean, I'm not going to sing it, no. no. no you not heard that? Tribute, tribute by Tenacious D. It's a good song. They talk uh, about I the best song heard. in the world. I mean, that's Wonder. I, I only found out about Tenacious D because of Wonder Boy, of course, which we'll be discussing yeah, in a little while. Wonder Boy, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's how I didn't even know Tenacious D was Tenacious D until Wonder Boy. And actually, mm. Greg, you told me. I think we were talking about it, and you went, Did you know? And then I started looking into it. And, oh, my word. Jack Black, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Jack Black. Yeah. You'd be amazed how little I know. <laughs> so apparently, I don't even know how to record things. So you're ahead of me. <laughs> You're ahead of me, so that's fine. Shall we talk UFC? UFC 264. Yeah. Go for it. Which fight should we start with? Big news? The big one? Should, do you want to start? start with... Uh, I was going to say, should we start... Uh, there were a couple of things I wanted to talk about, but certainly we should go through the main card, right? Yeah. Because I watched every second. Prelims I couldn't mm-hmm. get here. But I did then want to speak a little bit about someone who I absolutely adore on the undercard, which is Ryan Mm. Hall. We need to address Mm. that. We need to address Imanari roles. Yes, we do. (laughs) That has to be addressed. So maybe we'll come back to that. But do you want to start with with O'Malley and Chris and work our way up? Let's do it. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Um, he, he, O'Malley took a, what, no. Chris was a late replacement, right? Like, like late, late, late. Ten, yeah. I think 10 days, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, super late. But yeah. the Me story behind talking. that one, he, was, he wasn't on the... There were a load of people who who when... I can't remember who Manly was fighting. And, uh, no, I can't. But when he pulled out, there were a load of people when, oh, I'll fight, I'll fight. And none of them were either in his division or, or pitched up to sign the contract. So Martino was... Um, kind of picked out of a he wasn't even in the UFC which no. made that story like wow but you know you you do one thing you know about the UFC they're not just going to pick someone to come and get mauled he did get mauled but they're not gonna it's you know they have to they had to have seen something that made you think uh, he can well he, he can was well. wasn't he, he scheduled did. to be on the contender series I think he was yeah I think yeah, yeah. I mean he took some punishment didn't he did. He really did. This is what we were saying before. I said to, I was saying to Greg, was was I dreaming or did that guy just not move his head? Like it, it really move. made it clear how much people have really excellent head movement and evasion because he didn't. So man, he could soak up some punches. Mm. <laughs> you only, I mean, I, I, you know, when you see someone come into the UFC like that, you know, they've given, they've been given their chance. You really want them to do something with it, and he did. Yeah, he was amazing. I mean, at the end, we all know his name now, right? Mm -hmm. But he's green hair and we know his name and we've all tweeted probably UFC, extend his contract. I don't know what they offered him as a gift. One, two, but even so, they should give him a, you know, four or five deal, whatever, right? 
but yeah, just just coming forward. And actually, some of those hooks he was swinging, you'd, you'd think, because he was, he was really little, actually. He was much smaller mm. than I thought. You think if he catches O'Malley on the chin, he could hurt. There were a couple of times I think, well, if that gets him. But O'Malley was good. O'Malley was Mali, sharp, O'Malley sharp, is sharp. really good. Mm. And people people's give him shit because, oh, who's he for? But he's calling out people and people aren't taking the fight. Mm-mm. Yeah. I think um, Cody Garbrandt's the next fight, apparently. Apparently he's agreed potentially to a fight with him. O'Malley's fun to watch. High, I like him. High punch like rate. Him. Good. He's got a load of variation. Again, his footwork. I like his movement side to side. Yeah, he's, he, he was sharp and accurate. Very, very accurate. It's long. I mean, he might have looked longer because uh, Martino is sm- quite a lot smaller. But mm. I was impressed by his accuracy, actually. I think, uh, yeah. I think he's doing well. I think he can do very well. Yeah, he's... um. He's one to watch, isn't he? And he's such a character as well. He's just funny. Yeah, well, he understands His, um, the game, doesn't yeah, he? He understands yeah, he that, you know, and that's, that's you know, I, I made this point, and we'll talk about this later, but, love, you know, love him or hate him, McGregor, you understand, is brilliant because of his fighting ability and his, uh, when you watch it, okay, you, you want to watch a McGregor uh, interview. Right, you could watch him just to see if it's going to annoy you or not. Mm. Dustin and, and I've just jumped, but this is linked. But Dustin, you could watch for about five minutes, mm. and then from a, from an entertainment point of view, and I'm not mm. talking about fighting. Before you go, well, I'm going to go and watch X Factor or you know upstairs, downstairs, something more entertaining. Yeah. And the thing is, whether you like it or not, UFC is a mixture of things and all of us I got called a casual on Twitter I'm like I think you'll find I'm not but that's cool I'm just honest enough to admit that martial arts is one thing but the whole gladiator gladiator watching which is what we're doing when we watch these sports is Mm. a mixture of carrot like a story character and plot and then the skill I mean Dana White says it himself even when he first met McGregor he said actually I if he can if he can fight a bit He's going to be a superstar. And it's the mix mm-hmm. of stuff. Anyway, O'Malley understands that, which is why yeah. you can sit there and you go, oh, I looked at that. Derek mm. Lewis knows that. Um, Adesanya mm-hmm. knows that. The rest, you sit and go, move, next. next. Move on, move on. i got, I got to get my toast or something. But those guys, you would actually you go back on YouTube and you watch their interviews. And it's, it's part of the game, right? It is part of the yeah. game where the people want to go, oh, and it shouldn't be. Maybe, but it is. And it always has been. Always That's the has thing, been. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it always has been. And it's not just the UFC, it's any combat sport. It's there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look, you look at, I know it's quite a horrific program, right? But I, I cite it because it's, it's a good example. The whole X Factor series and Pop Idol before that and, and the global franchise phenomenon that is, you look at all the stuff. 90% of the airtime leading up to a, a performance is backstory or mm. story. By the time they've come on, come on, you're so in love with them that they could sing like me and you'd love it. And, and, then, and, it's, and that is the power of narrative. And that mm. is all of our sports. You know, that's what a football brochure is. When you're looking through the brochure, you know, in the stands, you're building the narrative before yeah. you watch a very dull game. 
And it's been done forever. And those who are doing it will be the superstars. And those who won't will keep moaning about how hard they're fighting and how they're putting their lives on their line and how little their money they make. Uh, maybe look at the other dudes then. Mm. And that's a, that is just a reality of when sport becomes business, as in, I want to pay to watch you fight, is now a business. Entertain yeah. me. It's Saturday yeah. night, whether I'm a casual or not. Yeah, well, you realise, by the way, we're going to refer to you as the casual Matt Jardine now. Yeah, yeah the, the third the third voice in the hat, the casual. That's my new ring name. The casual. Fighting <laughs> out of the red corner. The, the casual. casual. Yeah. I love yeah. that, yeah. Hey, I'm all over that. Do it. Get it embroidered so, yeah, so on your shorts and everything. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. have you seen um, O'Malley's uh, TikTok? account is hilarious yeah it's so quite a lot funny of bong action, isn't there quite a lot of bong action there is <laughs> but um his uh he's got a bob the dummy and he uh does like self-defense on it and it's so funny so funny yeah, like he does, he does he does he does he reacts to comments so like someone says oh you're holding your hands a little bit too low so the next video he's got his hands up here and he's like right so this technique we're gonna have our hands up here because it's a distraction you can distract your yeah. opponent it's really funny. It's good. I'll link it in the description. Uh, and I like, I like that. I like that he gets that because it really, I mean, we all see this. So, you know, this, you know, this from radio, it's all about building a platform. It isn't just the show you put out. It's all the other stuff around it. And that's what merchandise is. Mm. <laughs> the whole game is, and it gets a bit dull. Keep hearing people moaning, uh, moaning about those who are doing it well. Like it was a lucky streak or it's this. Like they just, they are, they just have another intelligence. They have their fight intelligence, and then they have another intelligence. You know, to to kind of quote um, Goldman and all these kind of emotional intelligence, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They have that platform and media-based intelligence. It's what the punters want, isn't it? And a good fight, mm. by the way. And, and a, a good, good fight. fight, yes. Yes. Yeah, it all becomes meaningless if, uh, if they've got all the hype in the world and then they step forward and then there's nothing. Yeah, but, but not that. But you, you would argue, though, Sue, that not that meaningless. It do, it's not a 50-50. Like, you, like look at us now. Look, look, look at Miguel. Right? I, I think he's lost the last what, four or five or something of his fight events, and we're still watching. So not that meaningless. There must be a point where that stops, sure, right, where you can go, okay, you know, my four-year-old fights better. I'm not. I'm not viewing now, but it's got a lot of long. You know, there's a lot, yeah. so much more than just the fight game now. Mm. And I think that yeah. you know, pro that's fighters it. have to embrace that for sure. If they if they're going to make it a career, if not, that's cool. Just go in the back streets and the low level. That's that's cool. But if you want to make a proper living, you've got to do it. I, I find this the same in writing. You have to spend that time doing the other stuff. It's not enough just to write something that you think is magic. You've got to do all the bits around it before the publishers think you're worth pushing. Same as a mm. fly game. Yeah. Did you write predictions, by the way? I did. I did too. What was your prediction? <laughs> what was your prediction for Chris and Sean? I said uh, Chris my... knockout. I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> mine. Mine was uh, O'Malley by KO in the first. Based on, oh, okay. on who Chris was and O'Malley's kind of pedigree leading up to it. And to be honest, if it was anyone else, it probably, I probably would have been right. But he, yeah. could just take, he could just take some shots like no one else can. 
So I I had this. I only had a bit different. I had a Mali KO in second because mm. my Buddhism bit kicked in and I couldn't see. I couldn't bear to visualize Chris getting lamped in the first. <laughs> so I had him getting lamped in the second. But yeah, I didn't. Um, and then just hoping he could have just taken his. Uh, you know, his chance and run with it. But I didn't have him going. I know he got stopped in the third, but I'm going to say he went all the way because we all wanted him to go all the way. I don't could. understand that stoppage. I really don't. I think, I think, I think I can only assume Herb that was... the ref saw something, saw something in his eyes or in his face and thought this is actually at a point this needs to stop. Mm. I agree with you. I actually think I know I know we all wanted him to finish that because of his debut and what he'd done. But actually, there was a moment with 30, 40 seconds where uh, O'Malley, he bit in and those punches got nastier. Right. He's like thinking, I really yeah. want to finish that. And you've got what do you got in 30? His rate was 100 and something. It was ridiculous. Mm. You got another 20 heavy shots to the head in 30 seconds you can finish yeah. his career right? you can finish it before it's even started i actually as gutted as i was that um it was Herb Dean, wasn't it as, he, as gutted yeah, as i was Herb, he yeah. it, I, he, he was right he was right yeah i can see he, that i can see that thinking about it. yeah i can yeah. see your point so we were like no no but, but that's what i'm saying about the gladiator side so us as martial artists all three of us right we on one level we know okay that could be damaging it's good but the entertainment level which we all engaged in was like oh why did you why did you stop it that's the that's the narrative so there mm. there are us knowing it as martial artists know the game falling into the entertainment pattern mm -hmm. it's amazing we're all mugged by it we just wanted the story to be a rocky story yeah i love a rocky story oh rocky which one's your favorite one Ooh. Um probably the first one to be honest. Yeah. It used to be Rock it used to be Rocky Four, just because of that training montage in the snow. That, I can't tell you how many times I've run to that music training mm -hmm. montage in the snow. That's awesome. Did you watch any of the Creed? I've creeds? seen the first one, I haven't seen the second. I like I, I like the I like the first one, yeah. The first one was good. Yeah, we're at Rocky Five though. Rocky, what a film! Oh, he fights in the street in the back alley. Oh, amazing! Yeah, there's nothing like a street fight in the, in the back alley after you've lost it all. Well, hey, mm. now one's still the winner though, isn't it? Yeah, one's is so good. Yeah, talk about no one's asking me, but I'm just going to agree <laughs> <laughs> because one is the best, definitely. <laughs> one's the best, isn't it? Okay, brilliant. So is that everything we want to say on um, Sean and Chris? Yes. Yeah. Cool, let's move on. Who should we talk about next? Well, the next fight on the card, I have not seen because my stream died at that point. I watched this. Aldana so and Kamitskaya. Yeah, so ah. I haven't watched it yet. Um, so you know what happened? So I, Yes. I remember... Yeah. It was, she is just, she's, I'm going to say just Mexican boxing. Actually, another word, tall Mexican boxing. <laughs> and just was all over that. She absolutely smashed Kunitskaya. 
I thought it was good. Actually, because this guy came out hyper aggressive to the point, I've done this a few times, to the point where you think, oh, I would reel that back in because you're going to be absolutely exhausted. And, and you know what it's like when you get hit, when you're just gassed a bit. She was super, super coming forward, super keen, this guy. And um, she was kind of key-eyeing everywhere. If you're not karate, I don't know, whatever you call it, shouting. Um, she was, you know, boom, letting it all go. She sounded like Monica Seles from Tennis Days. And um, Aldana just picked her off, man. Bang, bang, bang. Dropped her and then just finished her. Um, she turtled up and then bang, but hard, 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 hard stuff. Although she did miss weight, but on her Instagram, she was super, super respectful about that. I think she's been ill. She's had COVID. And I don't, I don't know why she missed weight, but she, she's had some mm. problems. But that's not why, that's not why she won. You know, no. she, no, no, her no, boxing no. was outstanding, outstanding. Yeah, it was. It, mm. was, uh, right. it was superb. But I, I thought that... Um, I haven't seen either of them before, so I, I thought oh. that maybe Yana would because um, she seemed to be heavier on the groundwork and the wrestling. So I thought mm. that, you know, that, that could potentially win it for her. And she definitely stayed on the ground a lot more. In fact, she stayed down when um, Irina, it is Irina, isn't it? Irina got up. Yeah, I call it that, yeah. She stayed there up kicking quite a, quite a while, didn't she? Clearly trying to bring it into a place where she was more comfortable and... Um, yeah. Yeah. Irina wasn't having it at all. She got her up and um, punched her out. Irina is also just, she's, so when you call someone down into your guard, yeah, Irina's not, there's not, there's very few people completely unaware of the ground now. And she's a, she's big. She's long and strong. So that's quite difficult no matter. And you've got to be exceptional, exceptional on the ground. You've got to be like Mackenzie Dern to call someone into your guard, in my view. Mm. Right. Mm. And Aldana's just solid. You, 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 you know, it's it's a it's very different from from BJJ, and she's solid. And so that weight coming down, and then the punches, and and you saw Kenneth Sky eventually just ended up turning off. She's just like no, no way, turtling up, and then looking for the looking for someone to stop it because there's a point where you just go, I don't want to tap, but I can't do any more. And though the punches were heavy, right? That I was I was sitting there thinking, oh, I'm glad I'm not in there with her. That's, yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, she's she was good, and she looks so friendly, doesn't she? She's got this lovely face, and she was very respectful, um, you know, before and after. And then when she's fighting, she's a killer. I, I I have always loved Mexican fighters. I love the Mexican boxers, and I just there's just something Morena classic. They just you know you're just going to get a solid decent fight every time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was a, a really good did one. You, did you have predictions, you guys, for that going into it? Yes, I did. No. I did, but um, I will freely admit that I hadn't been as specific as you guys. I just decided who I thought would win. Um, Go on, who was, who was it? Well, no, I thought that Yana would win. Okay. I'd, I'd had her for that one just um, because I hadn't seen either of them before. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've done some research and I thought, well... If she's really good at groundwork, then that might carry it off. So I thought I would go with that one. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> boy, were you wrong. I had Aldana in two, actually. I had her in the second I, again. I, went for a, I, in two. I, had, I had the same. I had the same. Yeah. So I was, we were half right. I didn't know a ton about Yana. I'd seen some of her stuff. So I looked back on her stuff and was like, I don't think the ground game is good enough. It's not Mackenzie Dern enough to counter Mexican toolboxing. 
So I went with that and I've done a boom, pop. Dana wasn't, <laughs> I think Dana had forgotten Someone had mentioned in the presser. Um, I saw oh, that, yeah. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. Uh, someone had mentioned, oh, did you, what about the Aldana stuff? And he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I'll give her a bonus. And then late, yeah. and in the same press conference, someone went, you know, she missed weight. And boom. I think there are a few things that upset him more than that. You see his face turn to thunder. Missing weight for him is like going to a vegetarian restaurant and being served a cow. I mean, there are some mistakes you can do and some you shouldn't do. And his view is, is missing weight and tough one, that. Tough one. That's a whole yeah, I just, I, mm, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not a great process, is it? Weight cutting, I don't think. Very dangerous. I just, I don't know why. I mean, they're, they're all doing it and they're pros, so we're not really in a position to say. But I don't know True. why you just don't. I know there's a degree of that's your first test. You know, that's your first lineup. We've done that, you know. But I think fight, my, my, own, my own view for my own competing career is I don't compete at a weight, anything above what I walk around at within five kilos. And we're talking that is a, that's a week of not eating dessert, right? Mm. And, and I always compete. If, it's, if I can't drop five kilos in a week, then I'm not that weight. I mean, it's a sort of a false economy, isn't it, to go up there? But enough professionals do it for me not really to have a say because, you know, I mean, who am I to say, right? I don't fight in mm. the UFC. It just doesn't, doesn't logically make sense. But hey-ho. Yeah. Because by the time you want that weight advantage, but you ballooned up. You, so you, you come down, then you balloon up. Well, so did your opponent. <laughs> yeah. So you just meet each other at the... At the the same weight so why don't you just go up the same weight and fight each other at the next weight up and save yourself the hassle I, there has to be something else that i'm missing but surely not unless it's just what? one of those ridiculous rites of passage that hasn't that is still hanging around well one fc do a they do hydration tests and things like that to make sure you're not so so you actually do fight a, a weight that you're kind of that you are that you can maintain yeah mm. And also there's something to be said that something in your natural body frame, right? Like I will never be the same sort of fighter as Derek Lewis because <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, the size of a garden gnome and he's a bit taller. So there is a degree of fighting styles fit, you know, work around a sort of body type. I know that type mm. fluctuates in weight, but on the whole, quick and fast or, you know, heavy and, and powerful, just uh, it, it doesn't make sense but you know there we go that's a, that's a whole different whole different thing so yeah so that was a good fight that i thought she was great hold on she was she was brilliant she was an education to me and um calm and focus and just just annihilation when it came to it she's really good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and, and sure? I, I'd say, just to yana i think yana will look back at that and go i was way too keen too early and, I, and I, when I've done that in the past, that's just nerves, right? Well, that's just, what I was wondering. Yeah. It looked to me like the sort of, like, if I just throw enough really aggressive stuff out there, I'm, I'm you know, how, how do I know? I don't know. But it just felt a bit like, if I'm just really aggressive, maybe something will land and I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the most And, it, and, it's, and it, it's just, you know, fighting full contact is, it's heavy going and you're nervous. Yeah. And when you're looking across someone who potentially is, I don't know whatever whatever your fear is. Sometimes you just right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go at it, and that's just if anything depletes your energy more. And I was definitely 
kind of speak from experience from that. It's that. I've done it in my tennis career and in my martial arts competing career. You know, go out too keen. Oh, 30 seconds later, kind of wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Which is the next up? Ty and Greg Hardy, right? What a legend. Hey, so going back to what we said about entertainment, right? Yeah. How long could you just listen? I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the kind of big shoey thing. That's not my thing. No, no, no. But no, no, just the no. general to a Vasa presser, <laughs> I just could listen to that guy all day. I think he's brilliant. Honest, yeah. real, just hilarious. And a, and a <laughs> and bloody good Australian accent, mate. A bloody good oh. accent on him. It's better than Aussie Man Reviews. It's better just... than Aussie Man Reviews, mate. Yeah, he's brilliant. And I actually I got this one Hardy, right as well. I thought he's Hardy had, had done him. I did. When he, and, and then when he, I mean, and then it wasn't rope-a-dope, but I thought he'd done him with that shot. And even I was like, oh, that's a big shot. I love the whole Hardy thing. I know people hate him, but that whole switch from NFL high-level athletes crossing over, I think that's that's a really interesting thing for me. Yeah. I like to see those crossovers. And I thought he'd done him. Uh, two of Asa's legs had gone with that shot. I can't remember, left or right, boom. And I was all, oh. and then just literally turned back on him and went, have one of these back. Yeah. And, that was it. and he was that's out. All he, he was done. <laughs> he was done. Oh. Yeah. He's a... Uh... He's a beast of a man, isn't he? He really is. He's a... Tuivasa. Yeah. A big, yeah. heavy-handed dude. Yeah. Do you know that until this time, I had made the mistake because of his surname, just because of his name. I thought he was actually a Kiwi. I thought he was a New Zealander. I thought he was kind of Maui background. Because yeah, of his I tattoos can see that. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got those, the, ta- the, the like, leg yeah. tattoos, I, isn't he? yeah. And then he made some references to Mark Hunt, who I think was also Australian. Does he remember Mark Hunt? And then, um, yeah, but I think he's he's brilliant. Very just honest and, you know, boom. That yeah. was a, that didn't last long. I had that. I had that round one, actually. I did have two of but, but when yeah. I put it down, I wasn't sure. I, I, I'd, I'd kind of, because it could be, the thing is with the heavies, right? It's going to be round one. It's either round one or 15 minutes of, oh, yeah, of boredom, and, yeah. Oh, but so it's round one and I, I kind of went back and forwards but Greg Hardy he doesn't he will he's going to be unbelievable he just needs to make that crossover a bit and I don't think he made a massive error other than to have us hit him in the face like you said with the heavyweights a heavyweight catches you on the chin you're you're going to sleep nine times out of ten really amazing isn't it it really is yeah Yes. So yeah, that was that was that over and over and out. What's there? What is there? Two of us is on thirteen and three at the moment. Wins and losses. Greg is on seven wins, four losses, one no contest. But but he's new. What was the no? What was up. the no contest? Was that the? You know, I don't know. Was it I the? Was it an know. illegal knee? I can't remember. I remember him getting a no contest. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Think he's going to be good though. I do like the way he moves. I mean, I know he walks a bit flat-footed, but when he's up on his toe, so that's just walking in and back from the cage. Um, and Sherry had noted that actually. It's like he's a bit flat-footed, but he actually moves well when he when he's in there. But mm-hmm. I just think he, he just needs more references to just kind of plot in his brain what's coming, what potentially could come. I think he's going to be good if the UFC don't cut him. That's the 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 worry isn't it i don't know if they if dana will cut him i don't know 
He's quite entertaining. So maybe they'll keep him a bit longer. But he's running out of chances, right? Seven and four. Yeah. That, those losses are catching up. I hope they yeah. don't. I think it's good, but yeah. Sue, did you, who did you say? I thought uh, Ty would do it. I thought he would do it. And um, looking back, I did think round about two rounds. But yeah, but that, that was just, uh, it was genuinely a guess. Looked at the boat and thought, yeah, Ty has more experience. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a character. Yeah, I first I first saw him in um in the have you watched the videos on AKA for, on the YouTube channel? It's called I Am the Bay. No, I haven't actually. Look it up; it's brilliant. Khabib DC just training together the whole AKA training group. Some of them are like an hour long. They're hmm. brilliant, and he was he was training with DC in there for a while, so that's why I first saw him. Uh, Hardy or Tuivasa? Tuivasa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a look at that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good watch. I'll send you a link to the channel in case you can't find it. Yeah. Okay. So next. Welterweights next. Co-main welterweights. Oh. So I had a vested exciting fight. Well, thing is, I Gil's a friend of mine. I met him at Polaris when I first reported. Okay. Um, and I love him. We, we, so I was there with my coach, uh, Charles Negromante, who was training and I just, I got to hang out with him and met him and he's just a great guy. So I had, I had a, a vested interest, right? But I'm a huge Wonderboy fan. I asked to everything about Wonderboy. I mm-hmm. love, I love his attitude. I love his style, yeah. bit, bit side on to me, but <laughs> that's just a, because I can't do it. Um, I love everything about this guy. Yeah. Uh, and I honestly, this was the kind of the grappler striker, you know, the, this was UFC one. Well, not quite, but it was, it was, it was that this was two opposed stars. Now Gil is again, not just a good jujitsu guy. Gil is an outstanding jujitsu guy. I mean, there, there are levels in jujitsu. Yeah. Gil is yeah. he's the top of the top of the top. And I did think, I didn't think it was going to be very interesting, and it wasn't. But this is where we now look at, okay, so it wasn't, it wasn't hugely entertaining, but when you appreciate what he had to do to stop Wonderboy, he did it perfectly. The three yeah, takedowns, one each round, if I'm right, were the, won, won that, didn't they? they? That was basically the story of that. Um, no one else had been able to do that to Wonderboy. Gil could. He was careful. It was... It was dull from an entertainment point of view, from, but from a martial arts point of view, karate versus jiu-jitsu, which is really yeah. what that was, mm-hmm. it was it was flawless. People will be throwing stuff at the, uh, at the screen, <laughs> at the casual. Damn casuals. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I agree. He did exactly what he needed to do. Um, yeah, what more can you say, really? You cannot go out to Wonder Boy and try and um, no. show real him. No, because that's no. exactly, the, it's like trying to do that to Michael Ben and Page. That's exactly mm. what they need to fuel. Um, what you can do is try and get to the ground and finish. Wonder Boy, you know, you can get back up. But And, and Gil did that. Was it a unanimous, was, yeah, decision, unanimous decision. Yeah, unanimous decision, yeah. So, yeah. What do you reckon, Sue? I thought it was a good fight. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very, very much. It was, um, it was, it was a good one to watch. It was a good one to learn from. I thought for me, yeah, I, I was, yeah that's I, true. I, I learned yeah, that's a lot. Cool. That I saw um, because 
Wonder Boy's kicks. Oh my God, that guy can kick and strike. He's so talented. So I honestly thought mm. that he, um, I thought that he would do it. Um, just based I did, on to be that, fair. because I thought that he, you know, those sneaky kicks that he can sneak over the shoulder and catch someone on the chin. I thought that's unpredictable. That's that's why something like that can win. And I hadn't expected um, Burns to have him down so much. And as you say, that was clearly what did it because it was was it something that he he got out of them, mm. but not enough. And yeah, it was it was a, a fantastic fight to watch. I enjoyed. I it. think when see on on the on the screen you know jiu-jitsu fighter jiu-jitsu fighter out of coconut creek right they they don't see the levels of jiu-jitsu gil is right up there so it's not a case of oh he's got his back back and this as well he if he gets you you're going on the floor mm. i mean he's he's like meyer-esque mckenzie he's he's that level of jiu-jitsu and the other thing about the kicks gil is solid he can he can take a punch so i and Wonderboy's shots are good, but he's, he's also getting a little bit older, right? Yeah. So they lose a little bit of their sting. Now, you, you couple of, you know, couple of divisions down, couple of, you know, numbers down the top 10, top 15, then that's going to hit you on the chin. You're going to go. But Gil can take those. He's a solid guy. He just fought Usman. And, and he works like an absolute beast. So he could just ride, ride those. Um, Wonderboy was going to have to deliver an exceptionally well-placed kick to finish burns i think and he couldn't get it off so yeah i i i actually did predict gill to win in much the same way i was going to go third round decision i wasn't I sure had, he could finish wonder boy i had the opposite i had wonder boy by third round decision okay yeah it could and, and actually to be honest Greg, i could have done the same thing i could have i could have yeah. had it could have gone either way i think i um you know personally i went with gill I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to spread that out, but that, but to say I'm a massive Wonder Boy. If it was anybody else, I would have been I would have been cheering for Wonder Boy. I just think I love his attitude. I love how he is. Everything about him. I watched every second of his live time. I thought he was. I think he's great. I love my favorite Wonder Boy thing is where he's he's in the uh, interview with Tyron Woodley, and he's like, "Why are you got to be so mean, man?" <laughs> he said, "Why is this guy so mean?" <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He gets, he's, he, he's, he's cool. He's, he's, a, he's a very cool guy. I'd love to go and visit their academy one, one time, actually. When COVID's mm. over in the States, I would, wouldn't mind going down there and seeing their place. Yeah. I just listened to his Joe Rogan episode, actually. It was very good. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. Yeah, it, has really he done good. it since the fight? No, 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 before. No, no, it was a before, few, about, about, about a month ago, I think, a month and a half ago. Oh, actually, yes, I have. If it was before, I have heard that one. Yeah, yeah he's, good. He's, he's a good guy. Um, yes. uh, just, just as a technicality, that, that, that's a bit too side on for me to call that karate, just to throw, <laughs> just to be contentious. <laughs> that's going taekwondo every day in my brain. But there's another story. It says karate on the top of their academy, so karate it is. Just reality it's it's um like isn't america this might be controversial but isn't american karate basically tang sudo really yeah isn't that a, where a lot, lot of, of it came from? Is, yeah it's very very much very influenced by tang sudo it's very it is it is more akin to the sort of korean sporty arts than because it's mm. super super side right i think almost yeah. parallel 
I mean, I, I'm, I'm completely the other way coming from a Kyokushin background, which is just you walk forward square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just those cards. You just walk forward and hit each other in the chest until someone kicks you yeah. straight off. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Speaking um, of, speaking think, of, um, of Kyokushin, we may as well, while we're yeah. talking about it, um, Steve Arnell, yeah, passed away. Yeah, it's, a say, it's a shame. I, I trained with those guys for a couple of years and um, I loved him. I loved him. He was, uh, yeah, he was, he was, he was a, yeah. the, the time for that generation is coming, right? We're going to see more and more of that, unfortunately. And I did always wonder is one of those people when you look up and going, I hope Hanshi is still around. He's just one of those good guys that you, although you don't see them anymore, right? It's mm. good to have in your corner. It was him who was, when I, when I finished with the school I was at and I went over just purely to the Kyokushin guys, it was him who I said, can I, you know, can I fight in the, in the Europeans? He went, yeah, of course, of course. Because, you know, when you switch styles, there's a little bit of, you know, political stuff, mm. but there was none of that with him. He said, yeah, if you want to fight, get in. I did, I got kneed in the face, unconscious. That's another story. And, um, but he was just one of those guys who was just good to know was there. Um, mm-hmm. And now he's not. There's a there's a hole. I know a lot of people will will miss him. Yeah, he was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Love. Uh, Rhodesia. Yeah. That was that was where he's. It's not really. What's Rhodesia now? Zimbabwe. That's where he was originally from. And when is he the first European? If I'm right, or the first non-Japanese, not European. Rhodesia's not Europe. First non-Japanese to do the hundred man kumite. Okay. And it was. It was Steve who told me, or told it, not me, told the class the story that almost 80% of his training for a hundred man kumite, right, was kata. Not boom, wow. dry, not like, oh, this move does it. No, like, no, boom, dry, because you can't spar that much, but just to get the fitness up was yeah. kata. really interesting. And he, yeah, he was, uh, he was good. I liked him. Shame. Fuck that hundred man kumite, by the way. I didn't make it through the 30. I got done in like round 23 or so. I didn't, uh, yeah. And the I hundred. wouldn't even make, I it, wanted I to wouldn't even make it to that. I, I did. Jesus. So we 22 for my dang grade. I then natural progression was to go 30, 50, 100. Didn't happen. Yeah. Have you read Goran Powell's book? Um, oh, I can't remember what it is. It's got a red cover. It's one of my favorite no. books, but it's about his 30 man kumite. Oh, what's, what's read, the must read that? What's it called? Go on, um, red. Am I gonna say red dragons? But that could be wrong. Goran Powell, you know, one of Gavin Mulholland's students, yeah. Um, I've got, got Gavin and people do this. Um, sorry, the 30 man kumite, people do that for their downgrades. Well, so, so my school, for example, we have our downgrade is a Hang on, hang on, Goran is a 20, minimum 20 uh, waking dragons, waking dragons, guys. Yeah, I've got it, I've um, got it. So in my school, for example, the Dan grade is a minimum 20-man lineup and then a four-round uh, jiu-jitsu. And then we finish in full MMA, two five-minute foot MMA. So you end up, um, and so, and then the next, and then Kyokushin, so your first, so it, it can be anywhere from your second or third Dan test. I'd finished my third Dan, so then I wanted another challenge, which was the 30 man. And then you can request it. Because of course, once you run out of sort of your fighting grades, as it were, 
you know, they're sort of honorary greys, then you, you know, if you're still a fighter, you want something else to push you. And that's, I believe, how they originally came about. So the 30 mm. and then the 50 and then the 100. Yeah, I mean. Madness. <laughs> Absolute madness. It is madness. Yeah, it is madness. Are you putting that in our yeah. grades, Greg? Have you been keeping that from us? What? Yeah, I have actually. Your next grading is you're just going to fight. We're just going to go outside and bring people in. As okay. many people as we can find. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Okay. That's what we had to do when I put my instructors through their second hand. We bought, you know, we asked Lee Hasdell to come down. He brought some of his guys down from his club because we didn't have enough. You know, my guys are so go for their second and their adults. We didn't have enough kind of higher levels. I, I wasn't going to fight them like 30 times, 20, 30 times. So we brought Lee down and his guys. Yeah, it was, uh, it was bedlam. It's good though. Good test. Proper test. You know, when you've done that, you can you can step away and go. Oh, okay, I'm I'm happy to wear that belt. That's that's all. Yeah, good. I bet. Yeah, I bet. But it's it's horrific. I can imagine. I can only oh, yeah. imagine it is. Ooh. Yeah. So we'll miss we'll miss Anshia Neil. That's a that's a shame. That is a shame. But it, yeah, it it's, is uh, that generation, unfortunately, isn't it? He was. He must. He, I'm guessing he had to have been in his eighties, right? He had to have been. Um. Yes, I think so. Hold on, let me look it up. I think he was, for sure. Um, yeah, 86. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, 86. Amazing. There yes. You go. I wonder okay, who will guys. take over Wimbledon. Go on, sorry, sorry, Sue. Right. Well, now I was just uh, just going to say, are we are we done there? Do we want to? Um, we've already talked about it a little bit at the beginning now. So shall we move on to Poirier and O'Connor? O'Connor. Yeah. O'Connor. Shall we move on to Poirier and O'Connor? Well, before we get to that, did you want to talk about Ryan Hall quickly? Yes, I did actually. Which was on the prelims, not the early prelims, I believe. Two. Um, so uh, Ryan Hall for Ilya to Poirier. Uh, I, I love Ryan Hall. I, I do. He, so when we talk about levels, so he is a different thing. Again, he is a real, um, what's the word? A real innovator, just as Eddie Bravo has been. Right. So I said, I said, Gil Burns is super high level, but he's still, his jujitsu is still classic, like Damian Myers. Right. But yeah. these innovators, Ryan Hall is one of those innovators, yeah. super innovators, like Danaher, that lot. Um, and, I just think he's brilliant. He's so honest. He's the he's he's the nerdiest person, and I, I like that. Something very very honest about him. And he does. He's not dressed up by anything. He knows. No. That when, when you looked at his comment after he lost, he went, "Well, that was going well until it didn't." And um, <laughs> I just I just think he's a really interesting character. I think the UFC is better for characters like that, right? And I don't know if you saw, but he he faked an Imanari role, which is everyone's yeah. way. Everyone will have gone. Defend against the Imanari. For those who don't know the Imanari, you basically go upside down. When you, my Imanari role is fantastic. It basically is me falling down in front of someone, not getting the role right, and then my coach saying, what are you doing? And I get back up, slightly red-faced, and uh, we just go back to normal jiu-jitsu. But the Imanari role is where you invert underneath someone's yeah. legs, sweep them, and go for a heel hook or whatever, right? Which he did perfectly against BJ Penn, right? Exactly. Like in, what, seconds? Yeah. So he faked it. But what this is why I wanted to bring in today because of the karate, actually. He faked the Imanari and threw a beautiful Yushiro Mawashi. A be- like, usually when BJJ guys throw a spinning roundhouse, right, it's just a bit, even people who do karate don't do it very well. 
the chamber's really low. It's a bit scaffold legged. It's a bit stiff. It was beautiful. And you think, wow. So my point there is he's obviously, as he said, is working more than just his BJJ. So mm. that is why I wanted to met. That is why I wanted to mention him um, with that much respect, right? However, Ilya just timed that, and as you would with a spinning roundhouse, moved towards the bum, bang, hit over the top, and that's all she wrote. Followed it yeah. down after yeah. two or three shots, and he was out like a light. But it was a it was a perfect counter for a spinning roundhouse. For anyone who wants to see a counter for that, come in. Go to the back hip, woof, hit up and over the top. That's all she wrote. Yeah. That's My favourite Ryan Hall video is, is is the video of him in the restaurant where that guy's... Have you seen that? I don't think where the so. guys... Have you not? Where he, he, he... This guy is being... He's just drunk and he's talking shit to Ryan and his friends. They're all around the table. Right. And like... Yeah, he basically sits there and just takes this abuse for a while and his friends are like, the, 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 I think the owner comes over and is like, do you want me to ask him to leave? And his friends are like, no, don't worry. He'll be, he'll be fine. Because obviously Ryan yeah. Hall does not look like a fighter in any no, sense no, of, no. The, of the word. No. Right. And he just gets up, takes this guy down, doesn't hurt him. And then in the end, makes the guy apologise and he comes back in and says, sorry, it's, really, it's a good video. That is a man I would have coffee with all day. I just, I find him really interesting. I just like his naturalness. He is, he's so anti everything else in the UFC, everything else, which I do like, by the way, in the UFC, all the characters, but he, I just find him, I find him fascinating. Mm. And he's really good jujitsu guy. Uh, and, and, you know, that loss was going to come at some point, right? You, you can only surprise people a certain amount of times before they work you out. That's, that's an evolving game. But as I say, it wasn't even the M&I role they'd worked out. It was a beautiful Yashirimawashi and from mm. Ilya just chinned him. Good shot. Really yeah. good shot. Awesome. Yes. That's one to look out for. Um, Conor McGregor. Shall we talk the talk? Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. Let's do it. Who wants to start? What do you reckon? Um, I have my thoughts. Go on. I think Conor's whole persona this build-up was fake it came across very um put on and i think a lot of people got into his head saying that nice guy connor can't win fights which which i think is the wrong thing to take because you know he's not an asshole i don't think you know and i think the last fight between them showed that he can be a nice guy and he probably is this felt like a very very put on act he got himself far too aggressive and worked up for no reason really um well and he for every reason because there is more on the line well I, yeah, what I yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was in as far as his he what this thing he's built you're about to lose. He's put it all on this fight, which isn't true. I think we admire him from different things, but I think mm. he stacked it all on the casino token of this fight, and he didn't need to do that. I think it, I, I completely agree with you. My problem with, with McGregor, with he had so much time off, and his pride would not allow him to take a fight that was not a main event. 
And I get that McGregor's a main event draw. He brings money in. But you can't have years off, come back and expect to beat the number one lightweight outside of the champion. Hmm. It just it doesn't work that way. He took a fight against Cowboy, which was a good fight for him, level-wise. He needed another couple fights against guys of a similar level to build his stock back up again. Yeah. To, to go back in and fight Poirier after a year off is insane. To me. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I'm in the front row of that church you're preaching to. I'm all with you on that. Absolutely. Um, I just think, you know, obviously he does it for the love of fighting now. He doesn't need the money at all because he's got enough money to feed the world, I'm sure. Um, so if he's really doing it for the love of fighting, take some fights that are lower down the card. People are going to watch it regardless. They're, they're going to watch McGregor, whether he's a nice guy, whether he's an asshole, whether he's the main event or whether he's on the prelims. They will watch him fight. So I think that's what yeah. he needed to do. And that's probably what he needs to do. I think fighting a fourth time with Poirier straight off the bat is I, not, not sure a good idea. I'm, I'm a huge no. fan and I, I wouldn't, I'm not bothered to see that. No. What's unfortunate ending to? though. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, no, saying, no, unfortunate we end. Well, we got Weidman, Anderson Silva, a few others. That's uh, that's not a fun injury. That I, I saw a really interesting. Um, Poirier tried to claim it as a check. He skillfully checked. He was trying to get his leg out of the way. It wasn't a check. And also, did you see the doctors thing saying isolating going wouldn't have happened there? And then Cavanaugh, no, you said he probably caught it on the elbow. And he said elbow. it didn't catch him there. It's probably, or, or, or when the, the doctor made, probably didn't catch it there either. Because when you saw it, it only caught him on the forearm, which is not enough mm. to do it. You would suspect it's just a accumulation of stuff. Difficult to know, right? I mean, we yeah. were doing quite a lot of low, heavy kicks, wasn't yeah. he? He was doing a yeah. lot of low, heavy kicks, was he not? And slamming him. He really was. And slamming him in as well. And yeah. there was some, some hint that uh, he'd, you know, I think his camps are hard, right? And he could be coming in with an ankle thing again. No, it's not. It's not an excuse. But I, that I mean, it's a dead rubber. That one. It doesn't. Mm. No one can claim that either way. But I think absolutely, he came in contriving this aggression. The problem is, you can never move backwards, and you don't need to. Don't build that person. This is the thing about multi-dimensional personalities, right? Which is both a curse and the thing which shoots you to stardom. It's what makes him the superstar he is but also it gives you more to grasp onto because now you've got more to defend and i think the way around that is just to go look this evolve so so it's not a level playing field right everyone going oh the old connor the new connor no it's not it's just the connor that he is today it's not a level mm. playing field you can only comment if you have done what he's done both in and out of the cage made all that money and then come back and fought Mm -hmm. Because now you've got, for example, okay, Poro, you've got millions. Now you two fight. Now you both don't need to fight. That's a more interesting fight for me. So it isn't a level playing field. But so therefore, Connor shouldn't try and go backwards. Just you are now. I'm a multi-millionaire with lower motivation, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to fight in a game against people who haven't yet achieved where they need to be or are still hungry. That's an interesting story. Mm, and I then agree. try and squeeze yourself back through a time frame to go, I'm the old Connor. We don't need you to be. We don't need you to be. That's not a great story. 
and it and it it did, didn't work. None of it worked. No, no. So just be that because I'd find that amazing. I love that. When you're a billionaire, can you still be nasty enough to give someone a good hiding? That's a great story. I'll buy that every time. Mm. And I, I don't know who's advising that. I know that team, Owen, John Cavanagh, they're bright, bright, bright men. So, so they're not thinking anything I haven't. But I do wonder, do you say that to someone when they're leading? Do you know what I mean? That's the thing, isn't I, it? Has, has he got people telling him no? And I, I just don't know. know. I, John's a bright, 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 bright guy. So I can't imagine he isn't. But I don't know. And, you know, money changes the game. No, no doubt. That isn't to say he's lost his uh, kind of impetus to fight, but it does. It does alter it. So to say it doesn't alter you is a lie, right? Mm. But then, but then other fighters to moan about him is a bit disingenuous because I say to them, okay, let's give you the success that you haven't had from a from a commercial point of view, and let's see if you can come in and fight as well. I'm not defending mm. McGregor, but what I'm saying is everyone's talking like it's a level playing field, and it isn't. Because he's bringing a number of different aspects to the cage. Whether, yeah. again, as we started when we spoke about this, whether you like that or not, that's what's happening in pro fighting. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I just did. I did not like his comments after the fight, where he was sat there screaming about Dustin's wife and, and doing this at him, saying he's going to kill him. And I don't like that. I watched a switch but... in his face where I could see a man in pain, physical pain. I've, yeah. I've, I've had that injury. I haven't stepped back like that, but I've checked a kick and broken my shin and it is horrific. The pain is awful. So now what you've got is an, a naked man, emotionally naked, a man losing everything unraveling in front of his, mm. in front of his eyes. Right. It's just not really, he's still got all that success unraveling and he's trying to scramble for something to come back and he's in pain as well. That for me yeah. was just like a scared man, and you go, oh, yeah, man, and we're doing stupid stuff. I didn't like any of it either. I'm not defending it. I didn't. I, didn't, no. I hate that sort of stuff. But you could just get, see that's a naked guy, right? It's a naked man emotionally. Yeah, you can't help but feel for for Connor in a situation like mm-hmm. that. Um, as much as I don't like some of the stuff he says, that is not a what. It's not how you want a fight to end. No. Um, and unfortunately for us as fans, it makes us have to endure more of Connor going, well, he didn't beat me. Well, we're going to do it again. Yeah, that gets a bit dull. And, and yeah, like you said, we don't need to see it really. Not yet anyway. No. I'm wondering, it, to be honest, I'm wondering if the break is an absolute godsend in disguise in that gives you a real chance just to back up and then, and now there's, it's a ready-made excuse. I can't move. My leg is broken. I'm oh, fair enough. Mm. So now you've got a chance to evaluate. No one's looking in, going, you're ducking, you're hiding, you've lost your quality. Oh, my leg's broke. Okay. So you can, I would just settle, get some good advice from people and, and, and you know, and be the rich man who comes back because I like to fight. I'm maybe not at the super top. And when we're talking the top, we're talking like the top 1%. The guys mm. he could still fight are still amazing. Right? Um, I would do that, but you know, I'm sure his team will advise him. Yeah. What do you reckon? Still- what do you think of it? I wished it had gone on a lot longer. I really did think it would have gone on a lot longer. Um, I really didn't know who was going to win. I couldn't. I couldn't 
you know, from the way that Connor, um, it was against Cowboy, wasn't he? But with his shoulder, is that fight? Mm. You know, he's mm. he's unpredictable. He can do almost anything. But I honestly thought that Poirier was probably going to win it. But I yeah, that, what, almost was that hoped, your pick? Yeah, I, 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 no, I thought that I thought that Connor probably would pull something out of the bag. But I wanted Poirier to win it, if you know, in okay. my heart, I wanted yeah. him to win it. But you're right. I mean, the, the, the sport is more interesting with Connor in it. Yes, the sport is better for having Connor in it yeah. at his best. Not 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 this contrived version. That's just mis- mismanaged that. He didn't play that play well. I just, mm. I, I was um, saying to Greg earlier, because he said it felt forced. And I said, that's exactly what it was for me. The hype, the hype side of things. For me, and you can go anywhere with that if you want to. Like you said, you can pick any persona or any position and, and go from there in terms of yep. who you want to be in your public persona. You know, again, he's he's massively successful for what he does, so it's worked for him, so that's fine. But I just felt like the whole um, Khabib thing was so massive. He was so triggered that I think he might have thought, well, that's clearly what is going to bring in the real excitement for me? Mm. I honestly think... When it's misplaced, there was no need for it. I honestly think the Khabib fight has damaged him far more than anyone realises. He cannot get over that. No, he can't. Every Every time Khabib's name is mentioned, he goes off. He cannot get over that loss. He is triggered so badly. He just, it seems to me. And I think if he wanted to, if, if I were on his team, and I'm not, so you know whatever but I would say yeah take a step back from this and one of the things that makes him a really awesome person I think is he's tremendously candid you know there's there's no filter on that guy but if so if you could drop this forced stuff and say you know what I've had a complete rethink he could do that of all the people who could say I'm wiping the slate clean I'm going to rethink absolutely yeah. Everyone would sit and pay attention to that interview. And because that's what we bought him. into the first time. Yes. We mm. bought into the, uh, so the, so the, the, the when you got honesty. to champ, champ, we bought into the honest, absolutely. So, and, and, and that is a classic kind of, gr- so that's the, that's the, the double-edged sword of success. Once you, so you weren't training for success. You were training, you weren't, you were training for success, but you didn't have anything to follow. You were just day yeah. by day doing what you could because you didn't know what would work. And then it worked. Then the danger is you try to recreate and it's never the backward recreation that does it. It's always the forward, not knowing from Buddhist terms, it's fighting in the moment rather than in the past. You're not recreating anything. You're creating a new. And I agree with you. Sue. if we just had a candid Connor, not back the candid Connor, you'd go, cool. We'll celebrate this part of your journey. The less mm. motivated billionaire. Great. Because if you sat there saying, wow, I got put on my ass. It was horrendous. It changed me. It was really hard. I've done this thing. It didn't work. Yeah. Now my leg is broken. Now I'm really sorting my, you know, it, it would be, I would, I would watch that. I'd pay to watch that. I, I, I'm mm. the same as you. I can, that's, that's the best summary of that. Absolutely right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll see where he goes from here. We'll see what, what he does. Yeah, It'd I had Poirier in three. By the way, I had Poirier, and I'm as a huge, I'm a huge McGregor fan. I wanted McGregor to win. I had um, the diamond in three. I had him. I had him in three by submission, actually. 
<laughs> so did I. Dust. Did you? <laughs> yes. Oh, I had because I, I, I thought that I thought he was going to throw just to just to um, just to sort of put an extra because that would have been. I mean, there's no bigger insult, right? Apart from spitting in your eye, darsing someone who wants to come for a stand-up fight. Perfect, and that's his shot. That's his go-to. Oh, just one thing, standing guillotine, dropping on your back, no bigger mistake. As he did it, I can hear Roger. I was at the British Open, Roger shouting at me, do not do that, <laughs> as, I, as I did it and lost. <laughs> falling, I know he's got a good guillotine, right? But falling back in an Emma is, again, different from jiu-jitsu. Falling back mm. with a guillotine, with, with, with um, the diamond who can grapple, right? He's a black belt. He's a good level black belt. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. guillotine going back. Do it standing. Damien Meyer, they say, or Damien Meyer does it. No, he doesn't. He goes back and rolls you. He's on top of you when he's guillotining you. Uh, don't do that, said Roger to me. I did it. Lost. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There we go. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> But did you? What did you think of the actual the part of the fight that actually happened? Apart from all of that, was it was it good? Did you enjoy it? Did you see any of this? Um, Poirier was making an accusation that um, Connor was hooking his fingers into his gloves to upkick, which he was. Yeah, pro- probably yeah, he was. I've seen it. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, there's, you know what I mean? There's, there's, um, yeah. You're, you're fighting for millions, probably. Yeah. You know, a fight's not fair either way, whether it's got rules or not. Uh, those sort of things, I'm like. Stop whinging. Stop whinging, boys. Okay. That's, that's what goes on. I, I'm not bothered about that sort of stuff. I thought McGregor came out too aggressive. Um, yeah. I do think he's a much better, this is with it, I think he's uh, a more skilled fighter than Poirier. What I doubt, I think he's got more in his toolbox. I think he's got stuff. But what I doubt is his gas tank and his ability to take a shot. Doesn't take a shot that great, actually. And Poirier does. But now, and this is where you talk about multidimensional personalities, because now you've got, well, one of the reasons McGregor is so sharp and thinks, and he's probably entertaining, because he doesn't take many shots, right? That's his sort of game. He moves, he's either knocking mm. you out or he's gone out quite quickly. None of his fights have been real long, drawn-out wars. And no. then you look at Nate, Poirier, Robbie Lawler, you know, those guys would be lucky to build, have a 10 minute conversation at the end of their careers, let alone build a big brand. Mm. And so what I'm saying is that shouldn't matter, but that fighters come in as multi-dimensional personalities, but I'm not sure Connor has a super great chin, which ultimately in martial arts, you shouldn't have to, you didn't want to chess. who wants to get hit, who should get hit first rule of karate mm. hit, don't hit whatever it might be. So, and yeah, so I'm always, worried that if he gets caught it won't last much longer after that yeah that's a good point i guess as well is is i guess your your ability to take a shot diminishes when you're not taking them do you know what i mean when you're not training when you're not taking it. and when you're tired i mean i know yeah. he's working but you were right Greg. he hasn't had he hasn't had many fights and no. you, and you know what it's when you're tired when you're tired and you get hit, you feel it. That's the point of the lineup we talk about in, in, the, in, in our gradings, right? The point is to take you to the point where you, where you're not, you cut, this is an unwinnable fight. Yeah. This is an unwinnable fight. That's the point of our lineup. Now we'll find out what you've got. You've got 20 people. What can you do? Now we'll find out. And I think McGregor hasn't been in many of those and he hasn't wanted to be. That's his game. And that ultimately, ultimately, that's you wouldn't want to ever be in those big wars, right? No. 
but people have worked him out and he's having to get into them. And maybe that could be his next evolution, as Sue had said. Maybe like to see him say, I realise now I've got to have some wars. I hope so. I'm a big fan. I think the sport is better for, for having him in it. It is. Yeah, it is. It's definitely Des- more Despite all the stuff I don't like, there's some stuff I really don't like. But, yeah. but I think that's a mistake as a human being. He's just kind of, you know, played the wrong role there, personally. Yeah, for sure. Right, Sue, we need to let Sue get off to work. Yeah, Sue. Have a lovely day. Thank you day. for joining us again, co-host number three. Thank you, um, guys. It's always a pleasure. I loved it. Thank you. Anytime. Yeah. Many thanks, Matt. I'll see you next time. See you next yes. time. Okay. Take Plus care. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye.